This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, ECRG here, and today we're going to be talking about how I stay organized in clinical research. Hey guys, ECRG here, and today we're going to be talking about how I stay organized in clinical research. And this is a huge topic, and I'm really upset that it's been so many videos until now and I haven't talked about it yet. So here we go about how to stay organized in clinical research. This is going to be more of an overview video, and then we'll delve in in further videos about more detailed ways uh, you can stay organized in clinical research but if you're new to the industry or new to the working world in general it's gonna probably be a big shock to you how many emails you get on a daily basis because yeah we had email in high school yeah we had email in college but it's not really used the same as it is in the working world and it may be a bit of a shock for you once you get there and realize you're going through hundreds of emails a day potentially and sending out so many emails. But like all things, the more you do it, the better you get at it and the more efficient you'll become at it. So you just got to be patient, be self-aware, understand what you're good at, what you're not good at, and you know, work a little bit on the things that you're bad at and continue to double down on the things that you're good at. That's kind of how I view things. Um, so without further ado, the two main areas that people struggle with organization is, is one, email. And this is a big deal because like I said, you're going to be kind of shocked if you're new to the industry how many emails you're going to be getting. And it's very important for you to have a system so you're not missing things when people tell you to do things and you're not missing out on important information. And once again, this is going to take time. You're not going to just be able to do this overnight. But at least here we're, we're talking about it and help, hopefully us talking about it will help prepare you for that when you enter the working world uh, for whatever field you're in or if you are in clinical research. And so, so email, there's really a few ways to keep yourself organized. Now one of the things that I like to do is use the flag feature. So basically the flag feature is a feature where you can flag something so when you're scrolling through your email box you know where it is. Or you can also, in Outlook at least, you can uh, you know, search for all the flagged items. So I know all of my flagged items are stuff that I need to attend to. And um, so that's what I use. I use the flagged items. Now, and I hate to be stereotypical, but I've noticed a lot of the girls I work with in the industry are incredibly organized. I don't know what it is about them, but they are just really good at being organized. Like I've looked at their folder setup. They organize lots of different folders for their inbox and I typically don't do that um, I grew I grew up never writing down my homework assignments I was just able to remember them and I was never like the best note taker or really good at organization so I've kind of adapted my method to of organization in the working force to kind of supplement what I already do so I keep a lot of things in my head already 
or I know if I just mark it, I know to come back and check it later. Whereas people may be setting up reminders in their calendar, they may be setting up reminders in their email, they may be doing all types of things, you know, organizing them into different subfolders. I don't do that. I kind of do what is needed to get the job done rather than you know all of that organization and then not even really needing the organization in the first place I kind of do what is necessary to get the job done and either way works but you just got to know and be self-aware what works for you so I really like that flag feature in Outlook and I use that a lot I also use the tab feature so I keep tabs of things everything that was like really good or really good set about me so when you do your reviews later on I mark with a green tab and then red I use the red tab feature and that's different than the flag feature but I use the red tab feature for things that I'll be coming back for that are important that I'll be referencing over and over and over again throughout the course of the year or throughout the course of the trial so those are the two main things I use in email to uh, keep track of things that flag feature is my life and that has all the important things I need to go back to. And that's, I use that pretty much as a task manager. So instead of writing a to-do list, I use that flag feature as a task manager so I know to go back and I have those tasks to complete. Now in clinical research, it is very rare that you get, to, you get through everything you need to do, especially if you're fully allocated like I am, like I was, you know, three, four protocols at one time you're managing. So there's always gonna be something for you to do. So don't freak out about that. Sometimes my tab list gets, well, my flag list gets really long and it can seem overwhelming if you look at it all at once. But you've just got to be able to prioritize and understand what needs to get done now, what can wait until next week, and what can wait for a couple weeks from now. So, and that's really where the calendar comes in at that point, you know, managing your time. So the second big organization hurdle that people have is managing the calendar. And this is a big deal because uh, you're going to have meetings throughout the day. You're going to have things that you want to remember throughout the day. And that's and I use my calendar kind of if I need to be reminded about something, then I'll put it in the calendar. And, you know, Outlook has a feature where, you know, you can automatically get reminded 15 minutes before or five minutes before. So really, I just type it in. Let's say, you know, I have to update the contact list, study contact list. So I'll put study contact list update in there. And then that's that. 15 minutes before that time, I will get a reminder from Outlook. Oh, I got to update the study contact list. So I use that feature a lot. And I've been using it more and more throughout uh, as I was getting better at, in the career. When I first started, uh, there weren't that many protocols that I was on so there really wasn't that much stuff I had to remember so I wasn't using it as much but as I got more and more experienced and they put me on four protocols at a time then I've got to start remembering stuff like that's a little that's a lot to keep all in your head at one time so then I had to start using the calendar and inputting those little to-do tasks especially the important ones that had to be done so if, if I knew CRAs had started their PSSBs the next week then I better make sure that their sites are in metadata CTMS. So I had to put that in the calendar because that has to be done this week so that all those sites are in there and they're ready to go when the CRA needs them. So that's just a quick example of how I use the calendar. Uh, so I, I 
that's pretty much it for the calendar. I use that as to-do lists. Other people may do, you know, do more things with that. They may literally put everything in the calendar. I know some people who track their time by the hour and what tasks they do for each hour and they use the calendar for that. Uh, I don't really do that. It, it would have come in handy a couple of times, specifically when, you know, working overtime, you need to justify why you need that extra overtime hours. So it would have been helpful to have a list of everything you've done with the time allocations to it. But really, more often than not, I kind of uh, melt the numbers to kind of work so I don't have to do that anymore. Uh, so I kind of, you know, adjust the numbers to my benefit there just slightly, just tw just twi tweak it slightly. And so I kind of make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, but it happened earlier on in my career a few times where I, you know, work over over the allocation time and then they want me to justify why I worked over it. So then I have to go look back at my calendar and do all of my emails like, okay, what did I do at this time? And it was just a pain in the butt. So it would have been nice to have the list of everything I've done already but that's only happened two or three times and now I just avoid the situation completely and you know that's that's pretty much that so some people use their calendar to track their time as well and you can do that I think it takes too much time but to each his own so there's lots of different ways you can use the calendar and but the email by far is the most important thing that could be shocking to people that are just entering clinical research or any, any new job and being able to understand how to maintain that email and be organized with your email is a skill that's going to happen over time and it's a skill you can develop but it's good to go ahead and start practicing now if you're in college start start practicing that and it'll just pay dividends for you over the long run over the long haul so those are the two key things about organization. We'll do a tutorial on how to create folders in your email because in clinical research you have to do something where you have to, you have to manage the shared mailbox and what what people normally do is they manage that manually and you can add folders in there. Okay, site communication. Okay, client communication with the sponsor. Okay, vendor communication. You can add folders in like that. And then they're going to have their each subfolder. So if you're using, say, Telelingua for a vendor, or you're using, uh, you know, some some other company, FedEx for printing, then you'll need folders in there with all the communication in there. And a lot of people do that manually, but there's also a way to have it automatically do that. So we'll talk about that in another video as well. Um, so that's pretty much it for organization. Uh, those are the two main things you need to do. Uh, so if you have any comments, comment down below on organization. What do you do to keep things organized for your daily workflow? What helps out with you? Put that in the comments. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Hit that notification bell right next to the subscribe button. YouTube does a lot of funny things with unsubscribing people from the videos. So I'm sure you probably dealt with it with some of the other channels you subscribe to. So make sure you hit that notification bell. That would help us out so much. And in that way, you'll be able to know whenever we release videos. So like, share, subscribe, guys. Email us, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com for all inquiries. You want to be part of the resume review program, we do that. Uh, email us there. And that's it for today, guys. Take care.